Fuck off. No. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Shut the fuck up. Wanna stick your tongue up my ass and give it a couple of twirls? Shut the fuck up. Suck my cock. Eat me. Eat my ass. Eat my ass. I'm going to pay you a hundred dollars to fuck off. Bam. Bam. Who's got your belly? Suck my cock. Lick it. Suck it. Swallow it whole. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, fuckers, for joining us this week for the Trailer Park Boys Fan Federation podcast. I'm Morgan Rector. Hey, fuckers, you know who this is. I'm the tickle in your taint. I'm Ray Hazen Jr. And uh, our list for this week is uh, top five Cyrus moments. And uh, I'll kick it off. And my, my first one, you know, I'm convinced that any fan of the show would choose this moment, and it's probably in yours, too. But uh, I'll, I'll sum it up by going, here comes fucking Cyrus. <laughs> and Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> and think, Terry, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that one. Yeah, that's, that's oh, man, that it's almost like listening to fine music. I, I always have to stop and really focus on that one. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, and Yes, that's on my list. It's not it's not my, you know, fifth one. It's not my number five on the top five countdown uh but it's on there um let's see here uh number the fifth one for me um from season eight uh which no that one's not okay anyway season eight it's when cyrus and sam are trying to buy the park and um uh if you remember it's after he split with barb and so he's got half and she's got half but lay he's got the one percent deciding factor and freaking uh Julian and Barbara together in cahoots trying to buy the park uh, with Leahy's 1%. And Cyrus, you remember Cyrus has got Sam working for him because he works for Kraft Dinner? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, so yeah. funny, bro. Oh, that stuff was oh, well, so that, that was right that was, sorry, that was in, uh, that was in um, Don't Legalize It, where he was paying them in Kraft Dinner. Oh, you're right. It was. It totally was, huh? Yeah, they were. I mean, they were working together in Season 8, yeah. but uh, he, well, Season 8 and Don't Legalize It kind of bleed together for me. Well, I mean, I think there were more like partners in season eight, whereas in Don't Legalize It, it Sam was yeah. just such a low point that he was willing to work for Kraft Dinner. Yeah. So, <laughs> but any, anyway, it's they're at they're at Julian's uh, bar and they're having a good time. And then Cyrus and them show up and they're fucking and they get in a big old thing. He's got his gun out. Ricky's got his gun out. And everybody's putting it off. And then they're, and and they're making fun of him. You know, you didn't realize about the 1% and you have to have the majority and they're, and then they're sitting there. Oh no, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then Cyrus, and Cyrus has to have last word, you know? And so he's just looking at him and goes, you know what guys, it ain't over till the fat lady sings while she's blowing me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that must've been like a little bit, that, that reminded me of uh, Andrew Dice Clay. That's like something. Oh, weird. totally. And I love the Dice fan. You know, I grew yeah, up with the Dice yeah. fans and, uh, yeah, so I mean, when I when when I heard that, I, yeah, that shit was hilarious too. <laughs> if I have trouble going to sleep, I listen to the day the laughter died. To mm. listen to that one. Uh, so my next item was um, 
It's where he's cheating off of Jacob's neck when he was trying writing the exam for grade ten. Grade ten. He wrote on his neck and on his like sleeve or something like that and got caught. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. And Ricky's in there like trying to he's smoking and he's blowing it into the desk like no one's gonna know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like not uh, who's was, there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, not who's there, 10. not you, because you, you're not in grade ten. You can't do the best routine yet. Uh, if you remember, Cyrus shows up to the park later on, uh, and like shoots at him, you know, because he lost the grade ten. Remember, and uh, uh, they're outside the, I think the airstream, and Ricky's like, "Bubbles, trunk, guns, I need some backup," because, uh, uh, and that's, oh, a matter of fact, that's when um Sam shows up because he's looking for uh, J Rock, uh, and, and Julian. Because they that's the Bear Pit project. That's the episode, and then oh, that yeah. leads in, that leads into one of my favorite Bubbles moments. Remember, because uh, at the end of that episode, that's the season. That's the last episode of the season, and uh, it ends with the the car chase where Bubbles is driving, and he thinks then the kitty's in the road, and he swerves and crashes, and you know with the cows pretend like you know me, all that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's all that. That's great. Uh, all right. The reason I, I rambled a little bit there is because my number four, you already stated. It is that part in the shit puppets, um, you know, when they show up. But it's a little more. It's like, uh, you know, when they sh- they show up, they're like, "How are we gonna announce ourselves?" And they shoot the bang, and he goes, <laughs> "Here's it Cyrus. Yeah, yeah, it works for me, you know." Oh, <laughs> uh, that shit. Here's Teddy, Terry, Terry. Just shut the fuck off, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That shit was great. And then, uh, dude, and they go down. Oh, if you remember, they go down too right after that. And um, they're gonna, they're starting to have like a little bit of shootout. And they're shooting Ray's trailer, which I think is just before. Uh, it's a little bit before Ricky burns it down, right? He burns it down the next season or something, doesn't he? Or Yeah. Yeah, yeah first yeah. the trailer gets shot up and then it gets burned down. Yeah. Right and, after. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, oh, that's just that's that's when they're like, "Hey, Bubbles is crying. Let's just have a fist fight. We're gonna have a good old fashioned fist fight." And, yeah. Well, oh, as, that as, was a good as, scene. As, as an aside, someone in a Facebook Trailer Park Boys group did the math on Ray's mortgage payments, so he was paying eleven dollars a month for like thirty years or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah. I own. I could. I could afford that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, granted, it was a lot more money in the '70s. I guess that would be like a hundred and some bucks. But even though, but I mean, if it was the same rate over time, I guess it got easier and easier to pay it off. I mean, he had to keep money for liquor, right? So. Well, that's where most of the money goes. Yeah. Exactly. Rightfully so. (laughs) No. My next. Oh, you're next, but yeah. Yeah, my next Cyrus moment is uh, is that that uh, moment when uh, Randy challenges him and Cyrus says, "Who's man enough to take this chip off my shoulder or knock the chip off?" And Randy takes it. A man enough for you, you dirty bitch, and then beats him up. Because it's always funny when Cyrus ends up being uh, beaten up or outclassed by someone else. He, he acts tough, but someone always manages to make him back down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's funny because that is exactly my uh, next one, too. Uh, it's the rub and tizug. And, uh, like, I, I mean, I love it from where he first pulls it. Like, if you watch that whole scene, we back up to just before that part, too. Like, 
Ricky's sitting there. They're all standing there. And, and if you remember, that's when Corey and Trevor inside yeah, yeah. jerking guys off. And uh, uh, he, he pulls up with – do you ever notice who's the random chunky girl with the short curly black hair that – like with all due respect to her, she's probably a lovely woman, but she is not even the most attractive girl on set at the moment. And she's getting out of Cyrus's car. You know what I'm saying? And it's like <laughs> – I'm like, who is that? And then uh, Ricky's like, because uh, uh, fucking Cyrus is like, maybe walks up the room, all right, ladies, the boss is here. And he pulls his little gun out, and fucking Rick's like, take your little gun and fuck off, Cyrus. And Cyrus is all, why don't we fuck on? <laughs> <laughs> and then he shoots his gun. And then, uh, oh, remember, they're like, you're not going to shoot. He start, so he starts shooting the gun off at uh, Corey and Trevor's, well, dance, boys, dance. And he makes them dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Trevor, if you remember, Trevor's just like sidestepping back and forth, once to the left. Yeah, the yeah. Left. he's not even dancing. <laughs> well, that that's like great seven white guy dancing, you know. Yeah, that's... for sure, it really <laughs> is. It really is. Um, my, uh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say oh, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. And if you remember when right before Rick, uh, Randy walks up, it's kind of a funny Randy going at Cyrus moment though, so it fits. But Ricky's talking about Randy. And that's the moment he's talking about how, you know, Randy can't really move with them pants on. But when he, when he takes the pants off, watch the watch fuck it. out. <laughs> he means business. Yeah. Uh, that's just great. Well, we, All right, go on. We, we've seen what happens when he damages his pants or he starts crying and shit. My best yeah. pants! My best pants! <laughs> uh, my next uh, Cyrus moment was... Um, it's from Good Night. Say Good Night to the Bad Guys. It's um, it's the part where, the, you know, the robbery starts happening with Cyrus has his gun and and at one point he just says something. I, I'm probably not getting this right, but he, it's like uh, put down the chicken and the dope. <laughs> it's just the way he says it, like really fast or or give me the chicken and yeah. the dope or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's put down the chicken and the dope. Yeah, because they're uh. uh... Yeah, because they've got the, all that food, and they're there. he's robbing the VIP section, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the second time in the series that someone got robbed for food. Well, actually, no, in the same episode, because before that, Sam demands Ricky's sandwich, and then there's Cyrus robbing them for fucking fried chicken. So. Well, I mean, if you want to get technical, <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, Phil strong arms Bubbles for some bologna at one point, oh, too. Oh, yeah, eight, nine, <laughs> Well, then he freaks out. Then so Bubbles is like, fine, Phil, take the whole fucking log, dude. Here you go. Because yeah. he's like freaking out over there. <laughs> I had no uh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so what's your next one? Okay, yeah. Um, okay, so number two. Uh, oh, um, which is it's it's one of my favorite moments for most of them, really. I've mentioned this one before a few times, but... But it's in the ship blizzard. It's the shootout at the end of the ship blizzard. I mean, when they come up with with the sire, it's my name with an arrow pointing at it, you know, and all that. And fucking, uh, you know, with the, Corey, Trevor, you all right? I think we fucked, let's fuck down, you know, like that whole shit. Uh, fucking calling bubbles the Hubble bubble telescope the whole time and fucking, <laughs> uh, getting in the shootout with the, oh, dude, I don't know, just, that whole uh, end for the hash driveway there, that that ship was at the end of ship was that stuff cracked me up. The, that whole that whole scene. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. that's our fucking hash. 
Yeah, it's our fucking Luther cover. <laughs> Uh, okay, so my last one is uh, well, actually, you mentioned it earlier, paying them in craft dinner. Uh, so he had Sam working for him in um, Don't Legalize It. Who was was it? Who was the other guy? Was it Tommy Bean? I know he had two guys working for him. I don't think Tommy Bean was there yet because Tommy Bean first started coming around, I think, just before they bought the motel, didn't he? Um, I think that may have been like season eleven or season twelve. Um, I think I was. I think I was ten. Might be eleven though. Yeah, looks like Daniel yeah. Stern from Home Alone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <bad>. Uh, <laughs> but I'm. I know that I'm positive. That, I'm positive that he he had two guys working for him. I just can't remember who the other guy was now. But it was definitely Sam Wasco. But that that was hilarious to me because. Well, did, didn't he have Terry and Dennis with him? Because wasn't the grandma there? No, the grandma wasn't there. No, no, that, that this was. That's, this yeah, was that's, the, that's yeah, something the, else, yeah. the last movie they made. Yeah, Sam Wasco was definitely an employee. Ah, fuck! I'll have to look it up sometime. But that was really funny for, to me as a Canadian because if you're poor in Canada, you're gonna eat a lot of craft dinner. Uh, I believe you guys call it craft cheese and macaroni, or uh, macaroni and cheese. Is it macaroni, macaroni and cheese. Yeah, it's probably the same product, but for some reason it has a different name here. But if you're broke in Canada, you're going to be eating a lot of craft dinner, and uh, it's just it's not even two dollars a box. And so to think that that was Sam Wasco's fucking salary, <laughs> that was the wage he was working for. So that was I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Have you ever? Oh yeah, what's your number one? I don't think we got your. Oh yeah, my number one. Oh okay, real quick, I got two uh, uh, honorable mentions real fast. Uh, Number two is all of season eight. Basically, he's he's in it a lot. He's predominant in there. Him and you know they make reoccurring appearances. Well, I mean not a lot, a lot like, but a lot more than normal. And, um, I mean, uh, I mean, that's where you get the liquor ball sandwiches scene with Leahy and freaking he gets in a shootout with Sebastian Bach at one point, you know, like, I don't know. There's just a lot that goes on and it was really funny. Uh, and then, um, and yeah, my other honorable mention was what the one you just named was in Don't Legalize It when, when he comes in and robs Julian for the fucking piss, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for piss, bro. <laughs> Which is what? so funny. It's like it's like the part like when they're fighting on the side of the road, the boys, and, and they're arguing is right after the Dirty Burger burnt down, which might, I say, crushed me. Like that crushed. I love the Dirty Burger. That is one of my fa- – that's my that, – no, no, that is my favorite Sunnyvale business. Uh, and I, all my I played uh, Trailer Park Boys Greasy Money. If no one else plays it, you guys should download and play it for free. It's totally fun. Trailer Park Boys Greasy Money. Uh, but uh, it's my favorite business on there. It's the first one I leveled up everything. But anyway, when that burned, and then they're on the side of the road, and Julian's like, the quality and the freshness of the piss matters to these people. <laughs> so it, 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 you get yeah. it, you get the point. Like I like I never put that two and two until like right now when i'm saying it so the quality and the freshness of the piss mattered to cyrus yes <laughs> yeah you know when i first saw the movie i didn't understand why julian had all those dicks i didn't know what the hell that was about 
until I finally found out later on. I think I guess you told me it was so that the, if the guy actually had, has to give a urine sample in front of someone, he can, yeah. he can yeah. use that and somehow expel it that way. Well, a lot of them will have a built-in tube, but some of them you just like tape the tube underneath. You know what I'm saying? So like when you just pull it out and hold it, you do it. But you got to be careful. You got to make sure you got the flesh tone that kind of matches your skin yeah. color. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever have you had to do piss tests for like insurance oh, yeah. and shit? Oh yeah, yeah, probation, parole, all that stuff, dude. Uh, oh yeah, yes. yeah, you can't it's smoke said, weed when you're on parole, right? Well, parole's different. Parole, you totally can. They don't really care about parole. Parole oh, cares like they only really cared about like you know. Or probation, narcotics. I must be thinking. Probation, of that, yeah. definitely. County probation has always cared. And but there's always been a way you... around that. You get your you get your prescription at the time and then you just go to the judge once you have a prescription the judge will approve it and then they get sent a probation probation will approve it you, okay. you can't just you know you can't just get your prescription and then go probation fuck you no they'll still say no you have to go to court but then the judge will honor it like that's just because they have to it's the doctor's prescription yeah but uh yeah <laughs> have you ever uh, have you ever smoked white widow it's a strain of weed oh yeah because i just i'd never heard of it until like the other day and i just bought it today so i'm gonna smoke it for the first time tonight well you should fire one up right now dude Nah, that'll ruin me for the rest of the show i won't be able to think and i have shit that i have to do with the rest of the night uh, for me for me, responsibility and weed do not mix at all. You gotta let, you gotta let the weed do the thinking, man. Like the liquor. But there you is, know? but there is no thinking. <laughs> I can't really think that much about anything practical, anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right, my number one Cyrus moment is from Sega Nights the Bad Guys as well, uh, but it's a slightly earlier than when they rob him, and it's when he first shows up. And like uh, Jacob's like, sorry, Cyrus, no dicks. And he's like, what's that say on the guest list? Cyrus plus two, you know, get out of my way. I'm sorry. He goes in there and he's, he's fucking dirty dancing. And then and then Ricky's like, what is fuckers doing here? Are you dirty dancing? And he starts coming out like, what's wrong? You too scared to get out. You too a scared. He says it like that. A scared to get out here and dirty dance. And he's like, and he's like, Cyrus, are you thrusting at me? <laughs> Cyrus is yeah, like yeah. thrusting. He's thrusting like <laughs> right into it. and then he grabs Lewis. We gotta do the nastiest dirty dancing you've ever we've ever done. And they're out there just and then Cyrus and two chicks gets too nasty for him. It was so funny. And then <laughs> you know how Cyrus always says, Fuck off, I got work to do. Like it's his catchphrase. We love it. We love it around yeah, here. Yeah. We love it around here. But in this scene when he goes to the VIP room, as Ricky likes to call it, the VIP room, mm-hmm. uh he, he was walking by and he goes uh, fuck off, Cyrus. I got some sitting down to do. <laughs> yeah. I one runner-up for me is from um, the first episode where Ricky and Cyrus meet for the first time in that convenience yes. store, and for uh, Cyrus says to Ricky calls him a heavy metal dick, and then Cyrus hey, says to him, heavy metal dick. <laughs> and Cyrus says to him, "Why don't you go back to the bowling alley you came from?" <laughs> Yeah. It's funny because I can picture I can picture Ricky being like a real committed bowler, you know. I can see that too. Oh, for sure, too. Oh, for <laughs> sure. You know, but I love it. Like your very first introduction to Cyrus is I'm Cyrus and I don't give a fuck who you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that shit was gold right there. Uh, you know, Cyrus is not a main character and he's only around a little bit. 
And I do think that's what makes his appearance special. I mean, there's moments where I'd like to see him more, but if, you know, I don't know if it, it would have the same uh, uh, effect and appeal that he does if he was there all the time. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. uh, uh, I, I do enjoy Cyrus. And, you know, it wasn't easy figuring out all the st- stuff that was in there. You know, I had, you had to search for Cyrus episodes, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's like, he doesn't even, I guess, count as a supporting character. He's He just makes a lot of cameos. So maybe that was why. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he is just a cameo character, huh? Yeah, it's kind of like Jacob before he knocked uh, Trinity up. So he was just. Oh, yeah, I was thinking earlier, too, um, how funny it was after Randy was fired from the Dirty Burger, Jacob would wear the t shirt, but he'd put like electrical tape over Randy's face, walked around (laughs) like that all the time. I remember that. That's funny. Man, I want a Dirty Burger shirt. I've been wanting to get one. I'm going to order one one of these days. Yeah, those are so, cool. So. I had to get some more shirts. I got like three or four. How many shirts I got? I got maybe four Trailer Park Boy shirts. I have two. Yeah. yeah. All right. So next bit for this episode, uh, we did random thoughts before, and uh, so I had this idea, kind of a variation on that. I came up with the weird pet peeves because I think like maybe everyone is annoyed by certain things that no, not a lot of people seem to be bothered by. But I think, like, maybe, you know, we're all unique, right? So I think everybody must encounter something from time to yeah, time. Yeah, 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 for sure, you know. Like, no, you're sitting there growling and no one else seems to, to be bothered <laughs> by it. Yeah, you know, sh- shit, shit that pisses me off, you know. Or, uh, or better yet, you know, welcome to the new segment, what I like to call better to be pissed off than pissed on. Yeah, that's that's a good one. <laughs> All right, you want to go first, bud, or me? I got a couple things yeah. here that I was able to think that'll piss me off. Well, this one is like, um, okay, it, I'm 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 sick of acoustic guitars. I mean, there are rock songs that I really like that have acoustic guitar, like like Patience by Guns N' Roses, some Led Zeppelin songs, and a few others. But generally speaking, when I hear like some about some indie musician. And their whole thing is to play the, the acoustic guitar and sing, I'm not interested. It, it, it turns me right the fuck off. I'm sick and tired of acoustic guitars. So that's a weird pet peeve to have, I know. But that's the way I feel. So so a fucking Unplugged in New York album is not what Morgan wants for Christmas. Maybe Yeah, maybe I saw too many of those. Maybe that's part of it. I mean, that might be what it is. Mean, yeah. Everyone did it back in the day. Everyone yeah. did Unplugged. Everybody. Well, Nirvana made what I consider the best of those oh, albums. I sure. think that was the best one, and so I'd make an exception for that as well. But You'd generally have to. speaking, uh, I might I, I might have to leave the show if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a good that's a good album. Um, like I said, uh, the second half of Guns and GNR Lies, and uh, Led Zeppelin created some great songs with acoustic guitar. For sure. For but sure. um. Yeah, I, but beyond that, I don't know. I I can take yeah. it in very small doses. Yeah, I can feel you. I'm tired of all these new age pop singers trying to act like they can play guitar and sing and stuff at the same time. Like you, you know, be a rock star or be a be a I don't know a boy band. Like I don't care, pick yeah. one. But you can't do you can't do both. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Uh, okay, let's see here. What's what's an annoying thing that pet peeve? Like I said, I don't really know, but these are things that kind of irk me, grind my gears, piss me off, however you want to put it. You better be pissed off, pissed on, whatever you want. Let's see here. Oh, automated telemarketers slash scammers, you know? When someone calls you and it's a fucking machine. Oh, my yeah. God, that, that pisses me off. If you want money from me or if you're trying to hustle me, at least have the audacity and the common courtesy to be a human being when you call me and try to hustle me out of shit. Well, I don't know why, but when a robot's on the other line when I answer the phone, it just annoys the hell out of me. Yeah, the robocalls. Did you get the ones that tell you like they're calling from the IRS and they're threatening to have you arrested and shit? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I love I love when I get calls uh, about freaking my home insurance and my uh, my home loans about to be fi- finding whatever you know, or my my car is about to be repossessed. I don't even own any of that stuff. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know? I've gotten so many calls from the same place about aluminum siding. I live in an apartment. I keep telling them that, and they keep. Well, they stopped calling. I think I blocked the number. But uh, yeah, and there was another one that kept calling where it would. It was another robocall, and it would start with a sound of like a cruise ship going up. You know, setting sail. Uh, you know, you know how when when they blow the stack, it makes like a huge noise. It's like a deep. Oh, I know how they blow the stack, but let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah I feel you on that one for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, my next one has to do. With, my next one has to do with religion. Uh, I don't have anything against people who are religious, but. Um, let's say they know that you're an atheist, right? Or maybe you're an agnostic, or maybe you're just, your beliefs are completely different. Having, making everyone say grace when they know full well that's not something you're inclined to do, isn't that a little bit inconsiderate? Like you're I the mean... One per- you're the one person at the table who doesn't pray, and so you're like, fuck, you know? I mean, yes, but no at the same time. If I go to... Jerusalem or South Africa and I'm at a table with a group of people and they pray in a certain way to a different religion than I, I'm still going to graciously pray with them the way they do. I'm not going to go, no, 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 you have to pray to Christ or like a Christian like I do or no, 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 I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like you guys can't do it now because I'm here. I mean, it's kind of one of those win in Rome type things, I guess. If you're going to dinner where you're going to be around people, you know, they're going to want to pray you know this going there. Either I mean, just participate if for no other reason than to show you know gratitude for being welcomed, you know, or something like that. I guess. Which yeah. and I don't I don't want to say that we you know have to show gratitude that we're welcomed, but in a way, yeah, we kind of do. You know, no one has to have us over. Even family, family can say fuck off. Yeah, but I mean, in America or Canada, where we have both freedom. To practice a religion and freedom not to practice a religion. I mean, to kind of force people into it, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't say anything. I don't make a stink about it. I just don't do anything when everyone else is listening to grace. But, uh, you know, it just... I guess that would depend on where we're at. Like, if, if, if the party was at your house and you don't like it, then guess what? It shouldn't have to, it shouldn't go on then. You know, because that's not your, it's your, your home, your, your get down. You, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, I guess, I mean, I can see what you're saying. Uh, 
But I mean, if it, if you don't believe, was it really hurting to bow your head and close your eyes for three minutes and think yeah. about filling your belly? You know, I mean, it ain't gonna hurt nothing. You know, unless they're you know, you know, I don't know, trying to some sort of like weird, you know, demon butt god or something. <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of kind of dovetails with general proselytizing you know what i mean like they, that, that's kind of considerate too is it like if you know someone doesn't believe what you believe and you keep shoving it down their throat if you're going out of your way to shove it down their throat then yeah that can be a bit aggressive for sure but one shouldn't have to show uh, quit showing their beliefs for someone else just like someone has the right to believe one way well that person has the right to to believe in God, you know, or, or Buddha or whoever else, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but if they're, if they're purposely coming out of their way to stick like leaflets in your mail and, and purposely sending you Facebooks like Jesus loves you, whether he does or doesn't, uh, if, if, and you've expressed like, Hey, I'm not into that, then yeah, that's, that's a bit wrong. But if they're just like, you know, happen to pray on the front porch every morning out loud i mean that's i guess that's just their get down flaky but yeah you know that's yeah. they have the right to do it they do well, i guess I as mean, long as they're not beating you with a huge crucifix <laughs> it's all good right right it gets out of control yeah i mean but if they pay well i guess that's okay yeah <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see here. What do I got here? What do I got here? What else the fucking bugs me? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, this isn't really a pet peeve, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if they are, but anyway, blue jays. The bird, Burley? Yeah, the bird. I guess I'm more like a, 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 a I hate to say it, but like a, a birdist, like a racist towards birds, like a you species. don't like birds? No, no, I love birds. I love all animals. I love all birds. I can't stand blue jays. What is it that they're, they do that you don't they're, like? They're complete assholes to everyone and everything. I've watched it for years. My grandpa was the first person to tell me like 20 years, 25 years ago, 30 years ago. He was like, Blue Jays are little assholes, man. Because he had a little orchard in the backyard with cherry trees and all kinds of stuff, plums. And and the Blue Jays, I'm telling you, they did it back then. I got bird feeders out back. I feed all the little birds out here. I feed the birds. You know, I feed the neighbor dog. You know, I got a, a, a little squirrel thing I put over here for the squirrels in this tree over here. I feed, and I'm telling you, all the birds, be out back, there'll be like three dozen, two dozen birds of different types, and so everybody's fine. When blue jays flying, they fly in a little group of them. They fucking, they push everyone out. They're the bullies. They're the assholes, dude. They're the guys at school that stood up on the table. Like the, the, they're like the jock dudes who weren't nice, you know, to you. They're like the jock dudes that wanted to take your money. So then people like me and other people are, we're always fighting, you know. I used to fight with so many jocks for that reason. It was funny. I played sports. I was a stoner and played sports. They didn't understand it. I like sports just because I like smoking weed doesn't mean nothing. But anyway, yeah, Blue Jays are assholes, man. They pick on everybody. They mm. push their way out. They fucking, dude, they're mean. And so I, I don't like it. I don't like bullies. I'm, I've always been one of those guys, you know, when I see a bully, I'm like, well, why don't you try bullying me, dude? It's not as fun and easy as bullying someone else. Especially now, you know, 6'2", 265, like, I'm not an easy guy to bully. I'm not the biggest, but I don't push down very well. <laughs> now, when, my I, pan, when my pants come off, watch the fuck out, you know? Yeah, but, now, I like cardinals, and they seem to be kind of like, they're very similar to blue jays, just a different color. Do they do the same thing? 
I don't know. We don't have them here on the West Coast too much. Like, I, I don't see Cardinals too much where I've, I've been at. Uh, you know what? Let me see. Let me, go, let me look that up real fast. Where did I've seen I've seen a couple like uh, across the street from me once, but uh, I don't know what their distribution is. So when you so the scene in Trailer Park Boys where the Blue Jay gets shot with the arrow and becomes a burger, you didn't shed any tears over that. No, no, no. I used to joke with my buddy Kevin how because uh, you know I don't know if I told you that we used to, I'm, I'm Leahy and he's Randy and yes we're not really gay lovers but we just used to always joke and whatever. And people call us gay because uh, we love Lady and Randy. We were best friends, you know. We like had a, had a, a fake gay, half gay bromance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, I used to tell them all the time, like, like, yeah, I will, I will go shoot uh, uh, and you can make you a blue blue jay burger right now better than anybody, Kevin. He's like, I know you would, buddy, because he knows I can cook too. So it really wouldn't be shit. Yeah, okay, Cardinal right here. Cardinals are found primarily in eastern Southern Dakota. Mm. Cardinals are common and abundant in Iowa, Missouri, Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio. Most cardinals in Nebraska are found in the eastern half of the state. Uh, northern cardinals are common in Kansas, uh, more so in the eastern half. So yeah, it's all over the east coast. I'm looking at it. You got you got some like Mexico, Gulf of Mexico, Texas, and then straight up east coast over Kansas and all that. Nebraska all the way over is is all all the way to the east oh. coast. Up through Maine. So yeah. So over there by you, yes sir. So I where my California. Yeah. I know, yeah. So yeah. I get, but yeah, they look similar. I'm, I'm looking at the picture. It's just, it looks like a, it's a red J is what I would call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For yeah, sure. It must be related. Yeah. Somehow. somehow. Uh, I guess, I guess it's maybe it's like two different breed of dogs or something like that. Um. All right. So my next item is uh, having you ever had someone. Just talk endlessly about something you're not interested in, and they don't seem to be aware that you're not interested. In, like your eyes have gl- or just glazed <laughs> over, and you don't give a shit, and you want to be polite, but they just won't shut up, and they're just in your board, and so that that can be annoying. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. When they when they're like feigning like they're paying attention and they're totally not, you know, and they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> Kind of like how, like, uh, when you're dating, part of the deal is listening to her talk about her day, and uh, you're probably just going to spend an hour going, yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. But she wants you to know every detail, and they're not always that interesting. Maybe if she was a firefighter, maybe it would be more interesting, but it's never that right? exciting, you know? If you were dating, like, a stunt woman... Or a freaking like uh, uh star, like or, or like well, <laughs> actually no, or you like, probably wouldn't like want one of those par- like par- parachute like jump jump like into fire or like into the ocean to save people, you know, like in that movie, like like that would be exciting shit to hear about. But yes, porn yeah. star, you know, I don't know if I could date a porn star though. Like, well, yeah, I, I was just thinking about about Jenna Jameson. She had a couple of kids, and uh, they're both boys, I think. And it seems like that was a mistake because, I mean, it's bad enough when you, you know, other kids are telling you, yeah, your mom's a whore, your mom's this and that, but uh, <laughs> your mom's hey, phone numbers. Proof. <laughs> yeah, your mom's phone numbers on the the wall of the Texaco bathroom, all that kind of shit. But their mom fucking, you know, did everything on video, and it's out there. You can yeah go on the internet anytime and find Jenna Jameson videos. Yeah, yeah. and, and we all their all friends all jerked off to it at least once. Oh yeah, all their friends. Like everyone. 
Yeah, she was the queen of porn for a while there. Yes, yes. And, uh, yeah, so all their buddies are going to be beating off to her, probably their friends' fathers, too. And and so that's that's got to be humiliating for them, you know? Got to be. I mean, because kids talk shit. We all say mom of this. It's only hurt, really hurtful if it's actually partially true. So if your mom's yeah. number is on the bathroom at the Texaco station, <laughs> then it actually does hurt. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, like, yeah. You know, so when they're like, yeah, your mom's a fucking dirty porn star slut, which Jenna, I love you. Thank you for all the lovely hours that you put out for all of us, for all the selfless, selfless work that you did. I, I salute you, my dear. Uh, But yeah, you know, being her child, that I guess would be rough. Like, fuck, I don't even want to, like, I have a mom and I don't even want to think about the fact that she has a naked, you know what I'm saying? Let alone, I don't don't think, let alone a sex. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think you should know what your parents should look like. No. Nate. I think that's a bad no. idea. Oh, no. but yeah, I don't know if I could date a porn star. Like I said, I don't. I mean, I could do porn with if I had a girlfriend. Like we could do it. Like I could, which I mean, I'm shit. I've done amateur porn. Like there's, it's out there. Uh, but uh, but like I couldn't just like be at home like doing my podcast or making my 3D or go work in the kitchen at the restaurant or whatever and, and come home and she'd be like, how's your day? And be like, oh, it's great. I've modeled this new character and freaking, you know, we, we did an episode and then I, you know, freaking made some cool steaks and how was your day? Oh, I did a quadruple gangbang with fucking 17 dudes yeah. and like nine, nine, nine dicks in my ass. It was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and then well, I've read the bios of a few porn stars, including her, and um, their relationships tend not to last that long. And it seems like it must be it must be due to things like she doesn't look that way all the time, and she yeah. also doesn't have sex that easily all the time either. Where the fucking cable guy comes over to fix the cable and. She's sucking his dick, you know what I mean? She's like any other woman. She's going to have times where she's not. <laughs> you know, and that's another thing. If I was with a porn star, it would be hard not to be like, wait a minute, I just brought you eggs. Hello, where's my blowjob? Yeah. Hello, yeah. hello, I just fixed the dishwasher. You know what I'm saying? Hello, I just took out the trash. Where's my blowjob? You know? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You have those expectations. Yeah, you, know? you really would. You really it's, would. It's just like with regular celebrities, a lot of their relationships don't last because she doesn't look that good just hanging around the house. You know, she, she, they hire professional makeup people to make them look mm-hmm. really good. Like Pamela Anderson, you ever seen her without makeup? Yeah. She looks like almost like a completely different person. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, I could date a stripper, though, I think. I'd be all right yeah. with that. As long as it, as long as he didn't work at one of those places where she had to bang the dudes in the back too. Yeah, I'm that's for the deal. I mean, I mean, I guess unless I was like getting paid to bang ch- chicks too, like I guess I, then then it'd be fair. You know, then it'd be fair. Well, you know what kind of ruined strippers for me was? Did you watch The Sopranos? You know, actually, no. I'm one of the. I know, I know. I'm one of like seven people in the in the world. Uh, it's a good show. But, There's this guy. Character a character called Polly Walnuts and he's like in his 60s or something and there's one episode that opens where he's fucking one of the strippers who works at Tony Soprano's strip joint and somehow that ruins strippers for me because I thought a lot of them probably do end up having sex with him because I oh, think yeah, I bet. a lot of strippers are also prostitutes and so most likely. I did. I did bang the cocktail waitress from a strip club. Did I tell you that story? I think I told you that one. 
Oh yeah, dude. So yeah. was she shot, was she as hot as the strippers? Oh yeah, she could have easily been a stripper, but she wasn't, or at least she wasn't that night. I mean, she says she was. She says she was just a cocktail waitress. But no, it was when I was going to the culinary school in San Francisco, and uh, me and uh, uh, one of my buddies uh, from the same, you know, we lived in the building as me. We're there, right across the street from the school was the Temple Bar, and that's the bar that we hung out. And it was nothing but culinary students. And uh, we were in there, and we were flirting and having a good time and buying and hanging out with these two chicks, or these two hot chicks. And, like, it was it was fun. And then, and here's the funny story. One was a stripper. One was a cocktail waitress. I mean, she might have been stripping, too. Who knows? Uh, but they literally were working down the street at the strip club to put themselves through culinary through college. They were stripping <laughs> through college, bro. They literally were doing it. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy shit. That... That cliche is real. Here you are, like live, fresh, right in front of me. I can't believe this. This is wonderful because I know I'm gonna get to tell the story to somebody somewhere. And uh, but yeah, and fucking, and it was it was a really cool experience because they they gave us passes. It was free to get in. All we had to do was buy our first drink when we got in there. The the cocktail. I mean, they were already feeling us. The other girl, like my buddy, and the cocktail waitress girl was on me, and fucking she uh uh. She bought my first drink for me and everything, and then we ended up we ended up going back when they got off work. We we went, took a, all took a cab back to their hotel to their dorm room, which was because they went to the culinary school like we did. They were students, but like I said, believe it or not, they really were. Uh, and so we and then we ended up, you know, going in there and having a, you know, big wrestling match in good old time, the four of us, and uh, uh, and then him and I ended up stumbling the you know like maybe mile up the city streets at like fucking, you know, four thirty in the morning, whatever it was, quarter to five or whatever it was. Stumble, you know, fucking wonderful night. <laughs> you know, it's a funny thing from uh, the first trailer park boys movie is that scene where like Lucy is drunk and she shows everyone her tits. They actually, <laughs> they're not really Lucy Decatur's tits for one thing, but also they look like actually like a she male's tits, like a, like a yeah, like a transsexual's tits. They don't look like they started out as on a woman. No. <laughs> they probably, a lot, a lot, a lot of a lot of transsexuals down there in San Francisco when I was culinary school. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta be careful because they gotta be real careful down there because they'll come walking up to you, flirting. Man, if you ain't paying attention, you wouldn't know. I used to do that with somebody get all hammed up, get drunk, and then play a game. You know, man or woman. I don't, I'm sorry. I'm going to upset somebody with this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, a lot but of them yeah. end up becoming victims of, you know, violence. Oh, for That's sure. Great. Totally. They do, though. Yeah, it's sad, starts, you know? yeah. a sad thing. Uh, but anyway, let's see here. What else? What else? Uh, was that was, was the last one yours? Uh, no, you went last. You've done three, and I've done two. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so, my, I, so no, you're next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've done three, okay. I've done two. My turn. Uh, here, this one, okay, I don't know if it's so much like a pet peeve, once again, as it is kind of like, uh, it's like, it's like my kryptonite almost, like, it's like the nails on a chalkboard to me, you know what I'm saying, the thing that you just can't, okay, do you know those foam, like, egg crate looking things that they put on mattresses under the sheets sometimes? Uh, so, yeah. Like the squishy yellow foam? Um, I don't, let me see let me see if I can find a, a, a. It's been so long a, since I got yeah. a new bed that uh, that happens like once a decade or once every two decades. 
foam egg crate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here. These ones are, this one's black, this one's purple, but this is perfect. Okay, I'm sending you a picture right now, buddy. You'll see what this is. Okay, this thing right here, I don't know what it is. Um, I, I cannot touch it. I cannot. So, like, like there used to be one on uh, the bed at my grandma's house. Not the one, like, where the grandma lived, but my dad's mom. Uh, when I was a little guy, the, the bed I had down there, she had one. And, like, I couldn't change the, sh the sheets myself if the thing was on. Like, I, I can't touch it, dude. It's weird. Like, I had a, I, I know somebody who can't touch eggshell. It's really weird. Like, it just it creeps them out. And, like, yeah, um, those full that. You see what I'm talking? You see what I'm talking about now? Yeah, I feel yeah. I, I was actually like that one time with styrofoam. Like I would keep, keep getting this weird <laughs> sensation, like I want to bite it, and yet that's the last thing I would want to do. Uh, yeah, I used to chew on styrofoam. I don't know why. I used to do that. But uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Having these weird tactile. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. What, I can't yeah. touch that shit, bro. Like, if you showed up at the front door and just had that in your hand and threw it at me, I'd probably like, ah, like a fucking little girl and turn and run. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, if you came at me with a sword and armor of that foam shit, I'd be like, okay, you win. I give up. <laughs> Arrest me. You know? Whatever. <laughs> All right. My next uh, pet peeve. Um, again, this is not something I hear a lot of people complain about, but. I don't like blunt speech. I mean, I do recognize there are times when it's necessary, when somebody has to be put in their place. But there are people who just, it's just the way they talk. You feel like you're just being told off constantly, even though they're not really telling you off. But I just find it really irritating after a while. You know what I'm saying? I think I do. Uh, people who just, they are, they're always talking as if it's short, like, dude like okay let me tell you what i'll try to tell you was like hey man this is what you're yeah. supposed to do bro you know like okay i get you i get you talking or talking to you as if you they were a drill sergeant sergeant all the yeah. time yeah yeah i get you because yeah. i mean there's there's nothing wrong with you with receiving information and, and giving it and all that but you gotta you gotta be a good source of it to want to to you know, for people to be good receptors to it. Get what I'm saying? Like, you can't be a fucking dick. Well, yeah, at its worst manifestation. I mean, unless she's a prostitute, then you can be a dick, right? But I'm fucked. Well, blunt and I, mean, I, and I meant that in a way like they yeah. like dick. Well, it's at its worst when the person has no filter. They just say whatever comes into their head. So they're just like pointing out your idiosyncrasies, your flaws or whatever that, you know, we all know we have flaws. But it's it's kind of annoying having someone constantly point them out and or yet, you know, I don't know, maybe you repeat yourself and they're like, yeah, you already said that. You know what I'm saying? They just won't cut you any slack at all. Mm hmm. Very yeah. understandable. Yeah. So I guess it's like I, I really I was kind of digging Jennifer Lawrence for a while. And then she mentioned in a podcast that she's blunt. So I thought, yeah, that would be that could be tiresome after a while. So. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, shoot. She's one uh, of those. She's one of those chicks. She said, uh, you know, some women are really serious about staying friends after the breakup. And she says she's that that's important to her, and she says 
the reason why we end up getting along is because I'm blunt. Like if he's kind of acting weird, I confront him about it. But uh, I don't know. Well, see, I can respect stuff like that, like because I'm kind of a blunt person. But see, there's a difference between being forward and blunt and being an asshole. There's a total yeah. difference. Like, because I can approach someone and be like, hey, bro, this is what I'm seeing, and is everything all right? Like, hey, this is, hey, you know, what's going on? And I can be blunt about, well, you know what, dude? You're you're being mistaken in what you're saying right now. That is not what that person said or meant. Or, like, you can be forward and blunt and not. But if you're always an ass, like, about everything, then, yeah, I could see where, where it's where it's wrong. Yeah, but, but, like, I, I, don't, I don't really pull punches or sugarcoat things, but. I'm not an I'm not mean about I guess I guess it's more tone I guess you know if your tone is uh, uh, you know from a a place of, of reason and understanding um, and uh, genuine concern I guess or a genuine desire to help then maybe people can be more receptive to it but if yeah if you come at somebody with a drill sergeant like tone like you said then yeah, no one's gonna no one's gonna be no one likes being yelled at. No one's receptive. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely not gonna be receptive to someone yelling at me. Fuck no. Like don't yell at me. We'll be fighting, you know? <laughs> but again, I mean I do acknowledge it's necessary, like as you would attest, in prison you have to be assertive. Like it's Very like this much. guy was saying, like, maybe you're a generous person, maybe you share something with a guy, but he said in jail <laughs> Say you gave a, a guy like a fucking Oreo cookie, he says he'll be coming back every fucking day to get more. So you have to like say to him, look, you know, that was a one time thing, you know. And it's just they say like constantly in prison, whatever people are doing that bothers you, you you ha- you can't be passive aggressive. You have to tell them right away. Oh, yeah, I know, because that shit will start to eat. Because think about it. If you're sitting somewhere with somebody for four years and they're doing the same thing every day that annoys you and you don't say nothing. Eventually, you're going to stick a pencil in that person's eye, you know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, you got to be able to discuss things. you got to be able to talk about it. Uh, And that's where – and in print is another place where you really learn to be receptive to uh, um, criticism at the same time because uh, the same thing, you know, unless you want to be fighting people all the time, you got to realize that you're stuck in a little box with people and you got to learn how to – meld together i guess is a way to put it you know <laughs> yeah right uh okay here's one here's one that um gets to me a little bit uh cashiers who can't count oh yeah yeah i almost like, got I, charged. I almost got charged like uh more than double for an item yesterday so i can relate to this yeah oh that's horrible but like i don't mind someone who can't count like i help you count like i can help kids count you know and and if it's a someone that i can no worry 70 bucks split two ways 30 bucks a piece i'll help you out no problem you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> but uh no no but seriously though but like when you're just sitting there and you're watching like you're you're like three people in line and you're watching them just try to count money and change yeah. and and they're just failing and it's like Oh my God! It's fives and ones and tens. Like, come on, we covered this stuff 20 years ago in school. Like, come on, buddy, right? Like, <laughs> well, another thing too is I think one of the, the causes of clerks not counting well or having other issues is that they don't want to train anyone anymore. Like, their idea is 
we'll throw them out there and they'll learn as they go along. But the problem with that is you got someone at the cashier who doesn't know what they're doing. And uh, and you as a customer, you're inconvenienced by it and you're, you're pissed off and you think the person's just dumb. But it may not necessarily be the case. They just they weren't trained sure. properly. True when it comes to work in the register. But counting quarters and pennies and dimes and ones is it, we've been doing that on paper since kindergarten. Well, yeah, that's that's not it's not calculus yet. <laughs> it's not got exactly. You know, if 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 I went into a, a rocket scientist lab and he had to sit there for a few minutes with a calculator, I might I would be a little more understanding. <laughs> uh. All right, my next one. Actually, this probably isn't a very uncommon pet peeve. Uh, reality shows, um, especially I the Kardashian. I don't. I'm. I can proudly say I've never watched a single episode of the Kardashians. Um, there was one that was actually kind of peeved about, and this is part of why I brought this up, because I was reading today. Did you ever watch Honey Boo Boo? Here comes Honey Boo Boo. No, but I know who it is. Yeah. yeah. So the yeah. little girl's mother is fucking so fucking stupid. So yeah. she's dated. Can she be uh, a pet peeve? Can I put her on my list of pet peeves? Well, sure. <laughs> All right, cool. While she's had minor age children, she's dated two convicted child molesters, and both of them molested her own fucking kids, and she still dated them. So it's just fuck. She's fucking retarded. She's and so you know, and that's why they canceled the show. It's because they're not gonna you know put someone who's dating a fucking pedophile on TV. I don't know. They got what's her name? Uh, Mama June. Car- Cardi B or whatever is it her. Uh, Mama Mama June is like the matriarch of that clan, and. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I know, but I, no, I think it's Cardi B, the musician, the rapper girl lady. I think her husband's convicted sex offender. Oh, is that right? Like a yeah, child yeah. monsterism? Something like that. Or, yeah, like I think he raped a, a teenage girl or something. Oh wow. Kind of. And like, her brother. And her brother, I think. Holy shit. Yeah. No, no, he didn't rape the teenage girl and the brother. I think the brother is a sex offender also, yeah. Uh, but I may be mistaken on it, but I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, that. I, yeah, that kind of thing sticks in your yeah. brain. Like like R. Kelly pissing on the 15-year-old girl. That's all I ever think about when I hear his name for the rest right. of the did you ever see the art, the Chappelle show sketch about that? Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say that. He's talking about, I got the goddamn Soul Trade Award on the nightstand right there, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious, yeah. You know, remember the song? Did you ever see the song? I want to piss on you. Piss on you. Piss on drip, drip, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, or Kelly, you fucking dirty bastard. <laughs> All right, I got, I got one more here that I can throw out, too. And before I say what it is, it's like, I almost don't believe these even exist, uh, but they do in a sense. And I'll tell you another little thing that irks me pet, pet is stupid questions. And I don't mean it like, because I don't believe there's such a thing as a stupid question in the sense of where if you actually don't know something and you actually want to know something and you're actually asking a question like, I don't care what it is. It could be what's two plus two. If you do not know and you genuinely want to know and you're a 40-year-old man, I don't care. That is not a stupid question. Okay? Stupid questions are like when you pull into the tire, the, the gas station and you got a flat fucking tire and they look at you like Bill Ingle says and they go, oh, you, oh, you got a flat? 
No, yeah. motherfucker. No, I don't. You know, or uh, you know, or like you fucking, uh, you know, I don't know what else, you know, like anything like that. You know, I, I can't think of an example at the moment now. I'm drawing a blank. But you get what I'm saying, like, like we're we're uh, you're holding like you're holding something in your hand, you know, and uh, like you're you're flicking your lighter, and the fucking lighter won't light, dude. And you're sitting there and you're sliding, spark, 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 and someone walks up and goes, "What's wrong? Lighter won't light." Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, motherfucker. You know, it's like, that's what I mean by stupid questions. The ones well, where it's like Captain Obvious type shit, you know, Captain Obvious shit. Like, that shit annoys the hell out of me. Well, there was one when I was a kid. It wasn't, it had nothing to do with being dumb. It was just a joke. But I remember going swimming at the ocean and someone saying, is the water wet? It was just, <laughs> it was just a joke. You know, stupid question. It was a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's funny, though, because that's someone just being a smartass. See, that's funny. You know, I don't mind that. Like, I like smartass humor. I'm good with that. Uh, but it's like, would, like, there's, they're being serious when they're asking, like, a blatant, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you paint half the wall, and they're like, oh, what happened? You fucking, you know, run out of paint? As, as, as they see you got an empty can that you're throwing away, you know, and you're like... <laughs> No, dude, I'm just throwing this full can of pan away for no reason, you know? <laughs> oh, yes. Well, the, actually, you know what? There's uh, – this is not on my list, but I just remembered a pet peeve now. I fucking hate painting, like house painting. I hate it. <laughs> I, like, I want I want applied for a job to do that, and thank God I was turned down. I would have been miserable. Just yeah? like, Just, like, no matter how much – shit you put down on the floor to catch the paint drops like your shoe gets stuck to the drying paint and and uh gets all over you and i just find it a really tiresome thing to do dude do they have starburst jelly beans up there bro these things are so fucking good i don't know about the jelly beans but we have like the regular starburst yeah yeah, yeah we got those i bag of starburst jelly beans and we have the jelly belly jelly beans we have those yeah, at the Jelly Belly factory, not far from where I used to live. I, I've been there shit a dozen times. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's good stuff. Oh. So you what know, are you doing here? I was, yeah, I was thinking earlier, we we can't really do a, a Best of Lucy because, in your opinion, there is no Best of Lucy. <laughs> right? no good, but you know what? you got to give me we this. Can, we can do a best of Lucy, bro. I'll find some Lucy moments, and you know what? Maybe I'll talk about my, uh, uh, you know, my top five why I hate Lucy moments. I don't know. Who yeah, knows? you could do that. <laughs> yeah, we, well, like uh, there was one great moment that I, I think, uh, it's kind of a classic moment. It was in the first movie, and uh, it was after Ricky found out that she was stripping, and he was upset about it, and they got she came to his car. They, uh, I don't know what, if there's a name for it, but the thing where you like you inhale some smoke and you blow it in the chick's mouth, and I thought the oh, way the, the way they did it with the music and everything, I thought that was a really cool moment. No, I actually like that scene. I'm not gonna lie, that scene probably there would be probably be on my list. Like, like, I mean, Lucy's got some cool moments. Like, I'll, I'll okay, they may not be her boobs, but whoever's boobs they were, I like that. That was a good moment, you know. <laughs> a, third, a third of bubble zones, a third of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, don't. Uh, I mean, The Big Dirty is a really cool movie. You know, like I said, we've already discussed how 
it's got a weird the song at the end it makes me feel kind of sad every time it ends like it's over you know and i'm not there with him anymore but uh but like i mean yeah that's a great like 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 ricky with the black eye at the wedding and smoking the cigarette and Oh, that's a great, yeah. great. Smoking a cigarette sure. on the way to the altar. Yeah, I thought I always thought that was. And actually, the the first time they got married, she did the same thing. She was smoking a cigarette walking up to the altar. Yeah. Both <laughs> times. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's hey, you know, it's Sunnyvale, right? For you, sure. You don't you don't wait till the reception to start smoking and drinking. You you do that in the middle of the ceremony. But yeah, we can do it, Lucy, next time if you want, man. I don't mind. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. You, well, you know what? I can do best of. You can do worst of. We can do that. <laughs> you won't have trouble coming up with those. Right. Well, it's like I mean, it's like I said in the last episode. It, technically, she's not wrong about a lot of the shit. Like, uh, like the very first episode when Ricky went to her place and he's just saying like, "Yeah, I'll just, I'll just sleep here at night. I'll hardly even be here." And she's like, you know, she basically kicks him out because he just assumed like uh, you can just come in and like live off her and shit. And it just seems mean, but, you know, why should she take him in, right? Oh, totally. No, I mean, she's not completely in the wrong. I, I will admit that. You know, no, I mean, it's very rare that anyone's completely wrong. Like, there's usually a little bit from both sides. There really is, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, hey, I thought of something, too, uh, that we talked about last week, and I've done some thinking about it, and I completely changed my mind. We were talking about how Bubbles was a nerd. And he said how the looks is all it is. And I was saying how, no, there's a little more to it than just looks is what I thought. Remember that? Yeah. Well, yeah. I've thought about it, and, it's, and I'm completely wrong. Looks is all that matters. If you look like a nerd, you're a nerd. Because that, think about <laughs> Yeah, because uh, uh, I like nerd. I like tons of nerd shit. Sci-fi, comics, cart, you know, animes. I like all kinds of nerd shit, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, but like I always said, I'm a nerd, with t- but I am not a nerd. I'm fucking large tattooed, <laughs> fucking weed smoking, head button, heavy metal, you know, dick. <laughs> like Cyrus, yeah. yeah. But, uh, well, when but, Bubbles was dressed as like the, you know, heavy metal clothing, the leather jacket and all that, the, the glasses totally undermine the whole effect of everything. Oh, the whole effect. I know, <laughs> I know. If Bubbs got some, con- if Bubbs rocked that suit with some contacts, He'd probably yeah, yeah. I mean, he could lose the bandana. He did kind of have a, 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 you know, what's his face from Judas Priest feel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, he could lose the bandana thing, but uh, but yeah, Bubbles could rock the leather, and he really wouldn't look like a nerd at all. Yeah, probably. Well, I was thinking some. I don't know if either one of us did this, but when we did the best of Julian, one great moment. It wasn't a funny moment, but. When he punched out t- Tommy Bean, like he knocked him out really hard. He like flew on the fucking ground. That was a really cool moment. Like after he bought the the motel, mm-hmm. punched him out, and Tommy's like, "Oh, fucking destroy you!" Picking up his <laughs> slingshot and shit. Oh, that fucking slingshot, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Well, on that note, I think that uh, we've done a great show for this week. And until next time, I'm Morgan Rector. I'm Raymond Hazen. All right, fuck off. We got work to do. (laughs) 